Hello, and welcome to a special episode of the Spotlight Podcast sponsored by Middle Ground Capital. My name is Chase Collum, a special projects editor at PEI Media, and today we are going to talk about four trends that are disrupting the automotive industry, as well as how 2020 may have created the perfect moment for private equity managers to start investing in these trends. With me today are John Stewart and Scott Duncan, partners at Middle Ground Capital. So I started my career with Toyota Motor Corporation as an hourly line worker working on the shop floor, putting bumpers on Toyota Camrys on the night shift. That's John Stewart. And so, uh, you know, I know what it's like to go to work every day and have to kind of do the same thing over and over and over again. John worked his way up the ranks at Toyota, taking advantage of an in-house program to earn his undergraduate degree. And eventually, he'd become the head of Toyota's European manufacturing operations before leaving the industry to move into private equity in 2007. Along the way, John met Scott Duncan, whose career had followed a path strikingly similar to his own. Yeah, so I started my career at Toyota Motor Corporation at their Kentucky plant right out of high school. I got my engineering degree and then went back to Toyota to start my career in their assembly engineering department. After 13 more years at Toyota, Scott was set to lead assembly operations at a Greenfield Toyota plant in Mississippi when John called to recruit him into private equity. Today, they are partners at Middle Ground Capital on a team that includes eight members with more than 20 years of experience each in the automotive industry, working at OEMs or original equipment manufacturers, as well as tier one and tier two suppliers. They are tracking four trends in the automotive supply chain that, together with the current macroeconomic environment, make this an area that could be ripe for fresh private equity investment. You know, these four key trends in 2019 were about $245 billion of the supply base. In 2025, that's projected to be $366 billion. And then by 2030, it's going to be $456 billion. So there's a lot of capital being spent in in the supply chain and by the automotive OEMs to reshape the industry based on these four trends. The first and most recognizable of these trends is electrification. North America has been slow to adopt electric vehicles, but there is no doubt that electrification is entering the mainstream. And the best example of that, John says, is the Ford F-150. The Ford F-150, it's been the best-selling car for over 30 years in North America. The standard engine this year is a six-cylinder hybrid. I think people would have thought, you know, the day that it wasn't a Ford V8, that was, you know, going to be a long way coming, but it's a six-cylinder hybrid. It gets over 700 miles on the tank of gas. While electric vehicles only accounted for between 4 and 5% of vehicle sales in 2019, according to IHS data, that percentage is expected to rise to more than 25% by 2025 and 50% by 2030. Companies like Mercedes are going even further. Today, they have about 7% of their uh, vehicles have some type of electrification. Uh, and over the next five years, it's 83% of their lineup is going to be electrified in some way. Earlier this year, Middle Ground acquired a company with a large book of electrification business. And we'll talk about that company more in just a moment. 
But first, let's move on to the second trend that's disrupting the automotive industry, vehicle lightweighting. This is a trend that is happening across all types of automotive manufacturing. Lightweighting is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. So lightweighting it is really replacing traditional components in the car with just lighter materials that enable greater fuel efficiency. And this is a trend that's been going on for a long time, but it still has a lot of growth potential for it. John says that lightweighting accounted for $113 billion of the automotive supply chain in 2019, and the segment is expected to grow to $161 billion by 2030. Advanced metals and hybrid technology products are getting absorbed into vehicle designs, replacing traditional components such as steel with metals like magnesium and especially aluminum. Again, John says the Ford F-150 tells the story. You know, the F-150 made the news a few years ago when they went to an all-aluminum F-150, took over 600 pounds of weight. That was something that ultimately enabled them to go to this hybrid V6 powertrain that they were able to go to. So aluminum is playing a big part of the industry. High-strength steel is becoming more readily available in the processes around that. It's taken the industry some time to be able to develop it. But all of those uh, areas are really high growth areas when you look at vehicle lightweighting. Lightweighting components are expected to compress two-thirds of the average vehicle's weight by 2030, according to Scott. So this is obviously a huge trend in the industry. And again, it's something that we're going to talk about a little later when we talk through some investments that Middle Ground has made into automotive companies this year. But first, let's talk about the third trend, connected vehicles. Connected vehicles, of course, we believe that the, the technology will enable vehicles to communicate with cellular devices or infrastructure along the roadsides or other vehicles with wireless communication technology. Scott estimates that most cars will include some form of connected technology capable of communicating with road infrastructure and or other vehicles by the year 2022. It will be very important for connected vehicles to be able to communicate with each other things like speed and direction direction so that companies can use that information as it relates to, you know, safety features that help with braking and also just general communication between vehicles. You know, we believe that that's just going to continue to grow as it becomes more useful for the OEMs to be able to communicate in the vehicle. Exactly how all this will play out is difficult to predict, but for connected vehicle technology to catch on, John says manufacturers are the ones who are going to have to pick up the ball. You know, some would argue you need the infrastructure before you can have the technology and the vehicles, but it actually works the opposite. So until there's enough demand from the consumers for the connectivity, then that's really going to drive, based on our research, what happens. So we believe that between now and 2025 on the connected vehicle side, we're going to see the demand grow as it penetrates more of the vehicles. And as the fleet grows with that connectivity and there's more demand, it's going to force government and this is where the government has to get involved to set some standards. The last of the four trends follows closely on the heels of vehicle connectivity, and that is the rise of autonomous vehicles. Now, 
when I think of autonomous vehicle, my mind goes zero to 60 straight to a daydream of myself on a business trip in a company car that drives itself to my next conference while I pass the time taking in the landscape or working on my next podcast. But the reality is even PEI's senior executives will have to wait a long time before they're able to enjoy such luxuries. I think what's going to emerge first is you're going to see people like Amazon and people that are going to have controlled fleets that drive very slowly that are doing you know less than 30 miles an hour that are going to be driving on the conventional roads with nobody in the vehicle at all i think you're going to see that technology emerge sooner than you're going to see like fully autonomous vehicles with passengers in them in the near future so looking at these four trends electrification lightweighting, connected vehicles, and autonomous technology, it becomes clear that the automotive industry is in the midst of a dramatic movement, perhaps becoming a different industry altogether. So all of these, you know, kind of four trends are really driving and reshaping the industry that we knew as automotive and are turning it into, you know, an industry that is going to be more focused on mobility. So the industry is in a massive state of change already, and then COVID-19, the pandemic, shutdowns, some small and medium automotive supply chain companies were not prepared from a capital structure and cash flow perspective, and a few otherwise profitable companies were pushed into bankruptcy. Having last year closed its first fund on $460 million, Middle Ground was well-positioned ahead of the crisis. And so far this year, the firm has made two investments in automotive supply chain companies through bankruptcy processes, one of which is firmly footed in the electrification supply chain and the other in lightweighting. The first of the two is Dura Automotive. Dura is a really interesting case. We got involved in the situation back in May of this year when the company was in bankruptcy in North America. John says Middle Ground was approached about making a minority investment in the business due to complications in the bankruptcy process brought on by the pandemic. As we did our research on the industry and where there were some developments in the industry and some really interesting investments, Dura was a name that we were very familiar with. And so we jumped at the opportunity to get involved, and we ended up buying 75% ownership of the business in August of this year. He says that Dura wasn't in bankruptcy because it was a distressed business. Dura, the business itself, had done a really good job over the last several years developing technology around fabricating extruded aluminum panels together. And because of this technology, they recently won a program with a large automotive OEM to produce battery trays for all of their vehicles in Europe. Europe and in North America. And this is no small feat. This single contract to provide battery trays is going to require the company to invest roughly $180 million. But since the investment will help Dura grow its book of electrification business, John says it's money well spent. The battery tray is the component that actually holds all of the battery and the electronics for the battery for hybrid and electric vehicles and is also a major structural component for the vehicle. So this is a very high tolerance, a very expensive, very engineering intensive product to manufacture. And so that's what we really liked about Dura. And then when you match that up with, you know, where we would like to be investing money in this space, the electrification trend, you know, lines up nicely. Middle 
Middle Ground is also in the late stages of a process to acquire a stake in Shiloh. Again, John emphasizes... You know, Shiloh is not a distressed company. You know, Shiloh is a very profitable business that, you know, just found themselves in a situation where they were over-levered. Again, that's the danger of leverage. You know, people like it when it's cheap, it's easy to come by. And if you take everything that's out there, you know, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. Again, that just doesn't match up with how we buy the business. John says that over 70% of Middle Ground's investment into Shiloh is equity. And this, he says, will position them to be able to use free cash flows to focus on staying relevant from a vehicle lightweighting standpoint. You know, when we look at Shiloh and we look out to their 2025 book of business, 75% of their booked business revolves around vehicle lightweighting. So again, these Fortrans, you know, we're looking for businesses. They've got to have exposure to one of those four key trans. They've got to have technology that they already have customers for. It's not a venture play. It's looking for these technologies to be established, you know, in the market. And we, we couldn't be happier about the Shiloh acquisition. For more about these four trends, visit buyoutsinsider.com, where you can read a keynote interview with John and Scott, along with Rondia Black, who serves on the board of middle ground portfolio company, Dura Automotive. Thanks for joining us for this special episode of the Spotlight Podcast. I'm Chase Collum, Special Projects Editor, PEI Media.